come with us now, if you dare, down a rickety staircase into a dank, dark basement. What awaits the Saturday Night Freak Show? <laughs> hey, thanks for listening to the Saturday Night Freak Show podcast. This is a special Thanksgiving episode of the Saturday Night Freak Show. Surprise. Surprise. Uh, <laughs> You've eaten your dinner. Happy Thanksgiving. You've, you've had your turkey. <laughs> You're kind of sleepy. Go to sleep with us. That's right. Why not? Get did it. you just invite all of our listeners to sleep with you? Sleep with I did. <laughs> us. We us. invite oh, you to pull out all your favorite leftovers and you eat them right in the floor in front of your refrigerator and get and ready. Had, as we had uh, an orgy of food, now they can have an orgy with us. Yeah. This is uh, a special one episode because... Listener. What? One, one, one lucky, lucky listener. listener. <laughs> we'll be <in> <laughs> <laughs> Did this turn into a sweepstakes contest all of a sudden? Oh, oh wow. God. <laughs> I don't the, think this is legal, guys. The very I unexpected. Don't, I don't think so. Are we still listening to something? Oh, no. We, we just got taken off the air, didn't we? Damn it. Oh, man. <laughs> well, this is. Uh, oh, first of all, who are these uh, fine folks who are talking to you, these internet radio superstars? I'm Todd. <laughs> I'm Todd. I'm Todd. <laughs> And uh, what we're doing, so, okay, so a year ago, right, for Thanksgiving, we watched the greatest Thanksgiving slasher movie ever made. It was a movie called Blood Rage, right? Mm. And uh, Holly wasn't able to join us for that episode, but we thought that it was... And and uh, we've been mercilessly... I've I've been hearing about it ever since. Taunting (laughs) her for a year, yes. Constantly referencing a movie she knows nothing about. (laughs) And so here we go. I mean, now, now, Holly, you have uh, participated, partaken in the blood mm-hmm. rage. Yeah. Um, I mean, for those of you who haven't seen this movie, it's a '80s slasher film that fell through the cracks. Um, it was made in 1983 and didn't come out until ni- 1987. And it's a slasher movie. It takes place in an apartment complex somewhere in Florida. And it has great uh, special effects makeup by Ed French. Yes. Uh, lots of blood and gore. Uh, lots of nudity. Lots of uh, a killer 80 score. Yeah. <laughs> My it's soundtrack. A real, it's a real buffet of 80 sleaze. Yeah. Mm. I think mm. this movie should have opened with just the, the title Somewhere in Florida. I think that would have been enough, and I think it, if you put that up, I think they get a laugh from your audience if that's the first thing they say. That's true, but I mean, you also you don't need to be told it's Florida. You can, you just know, you know, yeah. <laughs> or I mean, Florida. Yeah. Dot dot dot. Sure, obviously, I'm pretty sure it does say Jacksonville when it, at, at the opening, but I mean, really, you know, it's Florida. You just know. There's all sorts of crazy shit going on in this movie, Holly. What'd you think about this movie? Oh, what were your expectations was, going into it after a year of us talking about? Because we right. did hype it a lot. Uh, yeah, you you guys hyped it up a great deal. Um, but that made me excited about it. I will say, it, I, I wasn't I wasn't offended by your hype. I, I it made me look forward to it because obviously I trust your opinions, and usually we're all in agreement on ridiculousness and. That's really all I knew. I knew that there was going to be a ridiculous amount of absurdity in this movie, and that's really all I knew about it. I knew there was something about cranberry sauce. 
I knew that I would be offended by pie. Um, <laughs> but I, I didn't really know. I, think, I thought about listening to the episode, and I'm glad I didn't because I wanted a, a fresh perspective on it. Um, at what point in the... I don't know if it's the collective, or was there like a point when watching this for the first time that any of you thought, we need to come back to this and make Holly watch it? Was there a moment, or was it just afterwards the experience you just knew? No, the second he threw that pumpkin pie into the wall, I was like, we're in for greatness with this movie. From that moment on. Okay. Was it when he he manhandled the pie, or just the moment (laughs) he threw it against the wall? Um, I think, audibly, I can remember it during the, the screening. Mm-hmm. When he threw the pie at the wall. Yeah. Okay. I feel like that's when we knew this was special. Because mm-hmm. the way it splatters on the wall is very upsetting. Yeah. Like, you felt the pie hit the wall inside of you, right? <laughs> yeah, but right? it hit the wall of my yeah. heart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, there's some real abuse of pie going on here. Yes, it was upsetting. It was... It was quite upsetting. And the um, color isn't right. Like, no, it's not. mustardy. Of the pumpkin pie? Yeah. 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 Everything's just that one beige color. Yeah. Like, maybe it could have been a sweet potato pie, but it didn't look like pumpkin. It was something off. Did the movie hit? Did it fulfill its expectations? Was it as uh, absurd as you thought it was going to be? I think it was the level of absurd. I think it was right there. I think it, it met expectations. Um, yeah, because I, I think we, uh, I think when we watched this a year ago, it met, uh, it, it upped the level of ridiculousness that we're used to. I think since sure. then, we've seen a few things that may yeah. tamp, tamp this down a bit. I was like, we just watched Night Killer, and that was a ridiculous yeah. movie. Yeah, true. Yeah. So we are familiar with ridiculous. Um, so I think the general bar is pretty, it's pretty high at this point. Um, but it did meet expectations. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause it is, it, I mean, it functions, it is, uh, you know, I mean, it's one of those movies that, uh, that we've discovered obviously after the slasher film, uh, you know, period, you go back and you watch all of those. And then this one somehow got past us. Because this one um, was never actually, it was like Arrow Video put this out and restored it somehow. It was um, like, it actually originally was released as a nightmare at, at Shadow Woods. And if I remember, we looked up the original artwork and it was like a play on the Nightmare on Elm Street thing is what they were trying to sell it as at that time. And okay, I don't, so, I, so give me give me the titles. You said there's three. Do well, we know what they are? The on-screen title is Slasher. Okay. Uh, the original release title was A Nightmare at Shadow Woods. Okay. And the home video title is Blood Rage. Okay. <laughs> so I think it exists in some version or another under those three titles. Uh, Sean, you were saying the, the Arrow discs, they restore, I think, like, uh, what the, they rest- some like, all the gore footage was not in the original release, correct? No, the original release was the R-rated version of um, A Nightmare of Shadow Woods. Then there was another, I think what they called the composite cut, which was, it had more 
quote unquote storyline in it as they had to cut out a few other things. They had to cut some stuff out of the R rated version too that got put back in this version. Um, yes, more storylines. There's a, a three minute long swimming scene. Like everyone has a little, little fun swimming and beating in the movie. So that was, uh, that's there. That's removed. Um, but is there more of the mom on the phone? I don't oh, know. God. I think we got all of it. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't you tell? That is one continuous shot cut up into five different pieces. Yeah. Louise Lasser, right, from Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman, has exists in a completely different movie. And she, I think, accounts for most of the absurdity in this, uh, in the film, right? Because, I mean, she is like just uh, playing on her own, you know, like she's off on her own planet. Truly. Yeah. Truly. She's just drinking and cleaning. She she steals the show. Like I was, that's something I was not expecting. I was not expecting her character to be the batshit crazy one. You know, obviously we have a slasher. We have the brother of the slasher, who's the accused slasher. But she was the crazy one, and that I was not expecting. Were yeah. you expecting a woman in her mid fifties that dresses like a toddler? You know what? No, I was not expecting that. Um, the pigtails with the barrettes for the entire movie—that was a choice. Yeah, that was a choice. Um, Upsetting. Uh, the the cleavage was was not also necessary. Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah yeah and i wasn't (laughs) expecting it to open at the drive-in with a couple necking and they were like 55 60 years old that was a surprise to me with the kids in the back seat with the kids in the back seat holding a gun yes Ah, yeah she has uh moments of um because basically she finds out that her 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 you know, the, the other twin who she thinks is the evil twin has escaped from a mental institution. So she loses her mind. She's basically like, I'm going to clean. She talks like this uh, the whole way through the movie. She's like a, you know, I don't know, like a Muppet or something. I think you're, I think you're doing one of Marge Simpson's sisters. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what she what sounded like, right? <laughs> she was in Frankenhooker. You remember she was, uh, she was in Frankenhooker, which we watched on this show. She, um, so she, she vacuums rigorously. Uh, that's probably why you thought of, uh, Requiem for a Dream, right? Um, Mm -hmm. She eats a bunch of leftovers just by putting the bowls on the floor right outside the refrigerator and shoving it in her mouth. Yeah, depression has existed for a long time. (laughs) She's dressed like a toddler in this scene, so it's really confusing. And the the way she's sitting, like, with her legs spread apart and the food sitting in, like, it is... Yeah, she's five. Mm. Yeah, and she has a uh, her Oscar moment. Right, is this phone call that she has the whole way through the movie? She's trying to make contact with uh, her boyfriend, <laughs> right? Who's the apartment manager? Who we assume lives like three or four uh, uh, units down, but yeah. she's on the phone um, with the operator uh, and gives us impassioned. This is an emergency. This is a real emergency. <clears throat> Please get me my boyfriend. Yeah. Oh, my that. That's all they know. They're just some crazy lady screaming, get me my boyfriend. But before she even gets to that, she gives a really drawn-out monologue very specifically describing the pie she brings him every year. To the operator, a, yeah. yeah. That was the clincher, I think, for me. Was her, like, her eyes glaze over, and she's like, I brought him a single piece of pie in a white 
fox tied with a string. <laughs> that was next level for me. Yeah. I, from a bakery. <laughs> I, I could, like, I the phone's it. like, ma'am, this is a Wendy's. Can we do something for you? And like the, the shitty part is, is that it triggered me because anyone that's ever worked a customer service job has experienced this exact thing. People I, telling yeah. you every detail about everything that does not matter. When you're just trying to do your job. Yep. That, yes. I'm pretty sure we brought that up on the original episode, too, because I think a couple of us were triggered by that kind of interaction. Yeah, I was instantly triggered. I thought about back to when I was uh, when I was a bank teller. Everyone wants to tell you their business. Everyone. I just want to cash a check for you. That's yeah. it. Well, that's how that scene ends, which is hilarious because the operator is like, ma'am, ma'am, who are you trying to call? I was like, I think you have the wrong number. <laughs> like, There was another great scene that she had where it's like she's like ad-libbing or something. <clears throat> Terry comes back, tells her that Todd, his twin, is out. He's, he's out killing everybody. Todd's back. She's like, oh, no, we got to go find him. Terry, if you find him, you know, remember, he's probably very scared when you approach him. But find him and bring him back to me. Before you go, put on a sweater. It's cold outside. It's cold. The blue one. The blue one. one. <laughs> the blue one. <laughs> a mom, a mom to the end. Yeah. It brings out your eyes, honey. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's got some uh, strange thing going on here with her, the quote-unquote good son, which is actually the bad son. Nobody knows it. Mm -hmm. Good son's been incarcerated. He comes back. So there's like, who, which one are we dealing with? But uh, the end of the movie kind of reveals some kind of Oedipal thing going on there. I I looked over because this was a special episode, so we had a Zoom call going on. So I get to look over and see Holly's (laughs) shocked and horrified (laughs) face. (laughs) As this was taking place. <clears throat> What's going on there, Holly? It just got more and more uncomfortable. Like, you think it's... You think it's wrong, and then it just keeps getting so much more wrong. I I can't even... Why don't you give your mother like a clutching, kiss? Like, he was, like, clutching her robe, and he, and she was, like manhandling his face. Everyone's too close. And I know know COVID has gotten us to the point where we see people close together. It's weird, but this is just, it's too close for two people. No mother and son of that age should be that close to each other, especially for that long. One solid hug, good, normal. This was clutching. This was an embrace. Well, because she she goes all out. It's the, you know... I I don't want anyone else but you. I it's don't just want gonna be like, yeah, just you and this me. It's not healthy. Yeah. It's just us. It's just me and you. I don't want anyone else. And I didn't think it could get worse until she said the wrong name. <laughs> Did you cringe really hard inside at that moment? Oh, it was go badly. Like I felt it in my gut. I did. Yeah, because she kills the other guy, right? She kills mm-hmm. Todd, who's standing there brandishing a uh, machete after he's hacked up, you know, most of the people of this apartment complex. She shoots him. She comes into the scene. Like, a lot of her, uh, she just plays catatonic a lot of the time. Yeah. She stands in the corner and doesn't, like, move. 
And you're wondering, like, are they directing her or like what's happening? Yeah. I don't think they are. I think everyone here is. I think she has the most experience on the set, and I think they're deferring to her to let her work her magic. I kind of think you're right. I kind of think that they just let her roll, and they're just like, all right, we're just going to go with it. Just see what she does. Yeah. And they didn't stop her, and they also didn't edit it. They just left all of it. Yeah. She plugs him, yeah. and then it's like, okay, he, the guy, like, steps into the water. Like, he's like, okay, I think I have, she shoots me again, and I fall. It takes her forever to, like, re, you know, bring the gun up again and shoot him again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it does. Yeah. I will say... I will say it was effective the way they played it because I honestly did not realize that she thought he was the other son. I, the way she like pulled his bloody shirt from the trash and looked at it and the horrified realization, I really thought that she that it clicked and she knew what was yeah. happening. Yeah. So when she says the wrong name, I, it was genuine like <laughs> horror in my like I felt it. Yeah. How, how did you feel about the pool fight, Holly? The pool fight I, between Terry I and Todd. Relaxed a little bit. I was all I was like it. It was to the level that I was like they could all, they could really just start playing chicken and it would feel right, you know. Yeah, I, I wanted like a real fight and not a it. fake pool fight. I feel like they could have really pumped it up a little more. Yeah. This uh this this ending kind of feels like. Um, <clears throat> stay with me here. Feels mm-hmm. a little like. Reservoir Dogs. Now, uh, anybody else get more. that feeling too? Like at the very end, where they're holding each other and somebody else gets blown away. Like I got okay. that Reservoir Dogs kind of feeling of it, just a little bit. And I'm sure that's, that's the first and only time this movie will be compared to Reservoir Dogs. That's a very generous comparison. <laughs> only for that moment. <laughs> yeah, because I don't think Ed French had worked on Reservoir Dogs. I don't know if we pointed out in the last episode that Ed French is in this movie, the, the makeup effects guy. He also went on and did, you know, t- the Terminator movies, and I don't know, he did a whole bunch of stuff. Chud, he worked on Chud. Anybody? Chud? Cannibalistic, yeah, like humanoid, it. underground like dog. you went up and then you went down. <laughs> and then like down to Chud. Chud. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, then Star Trek, I think maybe he won an Oscar for Star Trek Six. The Undiscovered Country, if I am correct. But um, he's in the movie. He plays uh, one of the victims. He's uh, like this nerdy guy who comes over to this hot woman's house, and she's trying to find a new uh, daddy a for her, mother. her baby. That's right, the single mother. <laughs> I mean, a lot of single moms in this movie, and I think there's one. Yeah. And that's the, a lot. The The women of the, the Shadow Woods apartment complex are... Uh, Randy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it would appear so. Yeah. And Look at the dudes in this movie. They're idiots. No wonder why they're horny. Right? Nobody's having sex with them. Why, why? Why is no one... I mean, I feel strange that I'm actually saying that about a movie, because generally, generally, I'm like, there's just so much sex. It's unrealistic. This is so stupid. But this time, I'm like, why is no one doing it? It no feels wrong, doesn't it? it? No one's doing it. Like, it was just a very odd sensation for me. This was the first, I think. <laughs> until <laughs> until the they... Board couple. Right, until they cut straight to the diving board. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, they they, te- they dance around it. You know, they play tennis, they play video games, and then all of a sudden, they're naked on a diving board. It's like, oh. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, I think That's we talked about that the first time. Story. It's like, the, the foreplay to sex in this movie 
is uh, go off into the bedroom together, make out for a little bit, uh, put on elaborate makeup. When your friends come in, scare them. Yeah. Then Oscar-winning makeup. Take yeah. Your time. Then you got to shower that off. You got to get naked in the shower, not together, right? Where sex could happen right here. Now you shower off because you're going to go play tennis in the middle mm-hmm. of the night. And then when mm-hmm. the guy invites her to have sex, like on the floor of the tennis court, no, 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 she's got a better idea. <laughs> fucking on a diving board. Yeah. Bam. I don't see the problem here. You're describing my ideal <laughs> <laughs> tennis included. Obviously, you know. Maybe some, maybe some volleyball. Maybe some volleyball. Never volleyball. One a.m. volleyball. volleyball. Uh, if you've seen the bow, you know. Anything Never with knee pads? No, I'm not playing it at one a.m. <laughs> not enlisting me in no sex call. Mm-mm. I mean, maybe. I mean, it depends. It's, it's, it's kind of boring right now. You know, you heard it here first, listeners. Sean's open to being invited into your sex cult. So. It depends uh, on it. I mean, our, you know. Our email is. <laughs> oh, Saturday Freak Show at Yahoo.com. There we go. You can but find us sure on Twitter at Set Freak Show. Wouldn't put, like, Sean in the subject line, though, please, if that's what you're emailing about. Yeah, yeah, specifically go. me. I'm the only one who wants to know. <laughs> well, I mean, let's. <laughs> I'll let's let you open. know. Okay. Let's keep it open, you know. Just fine, there. fine. <laughs> Nothing wrong with looking. Well, it's a uh, it's a crazy movie we got here, and uh, hopefully that you'll uh, you know have to go and and check this thing out now that we've uh, covered it twice. Actually, we should probably give check Holly. It out quick. Yeah, that's right, because it is disappearing off of uh, some uh, you know streaming services by the first uh, of December, I think. Uh, you can get the Blu-ray from Arrow, but I mean we need a, a final wrap up from Holly, I think, because we didn't get one from her. Uh, the last time around. Mm-hmm. Oh, blood rage! It's been um, it's been a long time coming, guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, when do I when do I get my Samurai Cop rewatch episode? When does that happen? But oh, did you miss out on Samurai Cop? He did. I was not here. I was not here for oh, Samurai Cop. Oh, he did. That one might have to be next, <laughs> right? <laughs> we can. You know what? This might be this might be a new uh, a new idea. This could be the sideshow. This will be our new series for yeah. the ones you missed out on. Yeah. All right, damn it! Pieces, oh, good. Monster in the Closet can come back. You <laughs> <seen> <laughs> and demons, demons. Because nobody was here That's for demons. That's true. Demons. I haven't seen demons. Mm-hmm. Colin, why do you want to do the good ones? Let's do the bad ones. Oh, you have to see these. That's what I'm saying. You got to see these movies. I can't believe you, you haven't seen them. They're nuts. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, but yeah, uh, let's right. go for a final wrap up, Holly. What'd you think of yeah. Blood Rage? Blood Rage. Would was, you recommend it? It was. It was a joyride. It was. I um. I didn't know entirely what to expect, but it did meet expectations. It was. It was crazy enough. <sighs> You are literally at a loss for words right now. I, I am. I am. It's, it's, it's I, quite an experience to have to talk about right after. It, it just, it's so much to take in. I will say I expected more from the cranberry sauce line. I thought it was going to be more impactful than it was. Were you looking for quality and not quantity? I was hoping for both, you know. Because we got a lot I of mean, it. I think we had more fun 
mocking his his delivery of it. You know, it's not cranberry sauce. It's not cranberry sauce. <laughs> it's, it's not cranberry, not cranberry sauce. sauce. It's not you know? cranberry sauce, Holly. It's not yeah. cranberry sauce. It's not. There you go. That's my shot at it. Again, should have been a payoff with his mom. <laughs> she pulls that shirt out of the garbage. She's like, that's I not agree. cranberry sauce. I and then that could have been it. If that had tied it all together, I think I would have get a standing oh. ovation in my yeah. living room. I really do. But... It well, was, it's like the only thing that really establishes this movie as a Thanksgiving movie is the cranberry sauce, because it's Florida. It doesn't look like Thanksgiving that you know, although they are carving right. a turkey in the early no, scene. No, the, the, Thanksgiving yeah, dinner scene, the Thanksgiving dinner scene happens. It's yeah. just very fleeting, and later on, you kind of forget that it happened until that moment. Mm-hmm. So it is a good reminder that it's a Thanksgiving movie. Um, yeah, I'm not going to dance around it. I would absolutely recommend Blood Rage. I understand why you wanted me to watch it so badly. And I appreciate this moment. I appreciate the redemption that I have right now. Um, thank you for thinking of me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're a good sport um, for putting up with <laughs> a year's yeah, worth I of badgering. Anytime you guys mentioned it, which was weekly, I would just kind of smile and nod and <laughs> I'm happy to understand now, and um, I can officially promote our brand new t-shirt design by our very own Michaela. We have a Blood Rage t-shirt available on our T Public site. Michaela, what's the information they can find that? tpublic.com slash user slash Sorry Freak Show. It's right at the top. It's our latest design. It's to commemorate the movie and also our iconic episode on it. Because man, I, I don't you wish every pick could be a Blood Rage. I do. Yeah, would be nice. Well, Night Killer was. I mean, that was the problem Night of the Killer land. Yeah, and that thing with the uh, cat that came out of the other cat. Uninvited. Uninvited. I was going to say the offspring. I'm like, nah, that's not the right title. <laughs> Uninvited. <laughs> there you go. Let's not forget about Shocking Dark. Yeah. Okay. Sure. I'd like to forget. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, For those of you who appreciate Shocking Dark, we have a T-shirt. If you survive that. <laughs> Well, I guess we want to wish uh, everybody, at least uh, uh, our American listeners, happy Thanksgiving. Uh, Indeed. Happy yeah. Thanksgiving. We hope yeah. you'll listen to this week's episode also. And I guess uh, until then, the basement is going dark. <laughs> <laughs> it is going dark. It, it is, is going it dark. It is going dark. It is going dark. It's going shocking dark.